Hey everyone, what's up and welcome back or welcome to Behind the Girl Boss. I'm your host Amanda and if you didn't know anything about me already, my name is Amanda. I'm a 22-year-old content creator from Montreal, Canada. I post lifestyle content on YouTube and Instagram and I have this business lifestyle podcast. I also own two companies, one being an apparel brand and one being a candle company while doing freelance video editing on the side. So that's a little bit about me. This podcast, Behind the Girl Boss, I enjoy to talk things business lifestyle like I said before. I've just been so like fascinated with everyone's journey, how they got to where they are today, their tips, tricks, advice, and all things as such. And I've always wanted to talk more about like social media, social media marketing, and just business. And I thought that this like outlet would be the best place to do so. So that is what this podcast is about. It's heavily on like interviews and stuff. I just love to chat with amazing women who are literally flourishing in whether it be like business, um, online or offline business, um, YouTube, Instagram, blogging, just all those things. Like it's just so cool to see women flourishing and just doing so well in business because it's not something that like is talked about every single day and I wanted to shed more light on that. So that's what this podcast is about. Before I jump into today's episode, I kind of want to talk about something that has been bothering me um, and that I've just been thinking about a lot and it's about productivity and just getting things done. So for myself, I always make to-do lists and sometimes when I don't cross things off, I get very upset with myself or I feel like I'm not accomplishing enough or I feel like just I feel like I'm letting myself down. And sometimes I have to realize that as someone who is going to school, works a part-time job and does all these several things on the side, you can't have productive days every single day. And you have to realize that sometimes you have to take time for yourself. Take time to see family, to hang out with your boyfriend or girlfriend if you have one, to hang out with your friends, to literally just sleep for a day if you want to. Like you have to remember to take time for yourself and to take those rest days because if you don't, honestly, you're going to reach a breaking point. And that's something that I realized was occurring to me sometimes. I would put too many things on one day and I wouldn't get like I wouldn't accomplish them and then I'd be upset with myself wondering like oh what if I woke up like two hours earlier would I have accomplished it then oh what if I did this or what if I didn't do this what if I didn't sleep in what if I didn't take an hour break like I started just tearing myself down because I wasn't reaching where I wanted to reach and I noticed that a lot in like this community on social media and everything like everyone looks like they have such productive days but honestly that's not how it is all the time. Some people do pre-recorded content for their stories pre I don't know what the word is but like they take photos the day before and then they post them the next day to look like they're doing things to look like they're being like productive and to also just have content going up and we have to remind ourselves that we need to take breaks as humans whether you're in business and social media or not whether you're in a corporate job or you just do freelance like you have to realize that you need to take a break for your own mental health and your own physical health so that's something i just want to bring up um because it's been on my mind a lot and i'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to that so I just want to discuss that. So now moving on to today's episode, I have another guest and her name is Julia Christ and she is so cool. So Julia is a content creator. She creates content on YouTube, kind of focusing around college, technology, productivity, and things as such. And her channel literally has blown up the past like year. I remember I found her, I believe she was around 50,000. And now she's at 163,000 as I'm recording this intro. I don't know if it's budged when it goes up, but like wild, like 100, 
like in 10,000 since I found her and I found her like I think it was at the beginning of quarantine if I'm not mistaken like her channel blew up and I was like I need to talk to this girl I need to know what she's done how she's doing and all like the behind the scenes of everything that went on during this growth and she was such a sweetheart she was really nice she was really sweet and I just really enjoyed this episode and I really hope you guys enjoy it also so without further ado if you're interested in learning more about Julia's journey about YouTube college life and being productive and time management this is for you so keep on listening Hey everyone, what's up and welcome back to Behind the Girl Boss. So today we have yet another guest. We have Julia. So hi, Julia. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on. Yes, thanks for having me. Do you want to start off by telling us a bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so my name is Julia. My channel name is Julia K. Christ. Um, I am a 20-year-old YouTuber. I've only been in the game for about a year and a half, but my channel kind of blew up. I focus my content around productivity, college, technology, and lifestyle, so a wide range of things, and yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> awesome. So before we jump into like the questions, I like to do a little hot seat segment to just kind of like break the ice and everything. Okay. So um, what would you say is your go-to Starbucks order? I love the dragon drink. I don't know why. It's like the one <laughs> thing that I always get from Starbucks. I don't actually like their coffee. I like their dragon drink and pink drink <laughs> same they're really good what would you say is your best purchase under a hundred dollars oh my goodness oh it's a crepe maker i bought a crepe <laughs> maker last or no like two weeks ago it is so cool it was only 26 dollars on amazon wow we love that and where would you say is your dream travel location oh man um honestly anywhere outside the u.s i've never been outside of the u.s um, I was supposed to go to Spain last or this summer, and then that obviously got canceled. So yeah. I would say probably Spain or Paris or something. Yeah, I was supposed to actually go to Spain this summer too. Oh so, my gosh! Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So where do you go to college, and what's your major? Yeah. So I go to Ball State University in Muncie, Indiana. My major is advertising with a concentration in emerging media, and then I have a minor in entrepreneurial management. Awesome. So what made you choose that specific school and major? Um, so the school, I was really didn't really want to go out of state. So I just looked at the ones in my state. And um, I didn't really want to go to the one that my whole family went to. I kind of wanted to be a little mm -hmm. different. So that's kind of why I chose this one. It's not too far from home. And they had a lot of majors that I was more interested in because I knew I was a little more interested in like the journalism side of things. And the other schools I was thinking of didn't have anything like that. So if I came here, I could, if I wanted to change my major, I could, which I did because originally I was going in for telecommunications and then I switched more over to advertising to focus on everything. So I just wanted to have lots of options if I ever changed my mind. Yeah. Awesome. So something I like to ask a lot of people since I'm from Canada, um, like, are you a part of a sorority? Because we have them here, but it's not like, really? not like the States oh. at all. Yes, I am. I'm in Chi Omega. I don't know if they're all different there or not. I feel like they probably to are. To be honest, I'm, I think they are, <laughs> but I'm not sure. Um, yeah. How would you explain like the sorority lifestyle? Um, so my sorority, we're a little different. My school, we don't have houses where we live in. We can, It's just kind of like a group that you join just to know more people and do things with people. Um, so my in my sorority, I like to go get coffee with people. 
we have events like dances and formals and we like have study tables at the library with donuts and everything so it's more of just getting to know other people that have the same values as me so Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) um what would you say is the most challenging part about college in your point of view um most challenging part about college so far it's been taking classes that I don't really care about so like Mm -hmm. all the gen ed like prerequisite classes I had to take a bunch of classes that I was not interested in and they were the hardest classes out of everything (laughs) so I just didn't like having to take classes like art history that had nothing to do with my major and then almost like fail them because they were so hard (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. Like, there's some classes that sometimes I'm just like, why do I have to take this? Like, what? Like, what yes. is that going to teach me at all? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So, do you have like a dream career path? Um. For a while, it's been kind of like being a social media manager or like mm-hmm. opening up my own advertising agency with my best friend. Um. But right now, I don't. Even, I really don't know. I mean, if YouTube could be full time, that'd be pretty cool. But. <laughs> never predict that ever so right now I would love to open up my own advertising agency at some point awesome that sounds really fun um so when did you start your YouTube channel and what made you want to start it Mm -hmm. okay so I started my YouTube channel February of my wait not last year wait let me think about this I'm so lost now (laughs) I started it my like the last two months of my senior year of high school and I'm now a college sophomore. So however long. (laughs) And I wanted to start it because I've always loved video. I've always loved videography my whole life. I used to steal my parents' camcorder and vlog into it when I was like five. (laughs) And I would like get a camera and take it to daycare, take a video, force everyone at daycare to be my actors. And I would take it home, edit it, burn the whole little little movie that I just made onto a CD and take it to daycare and show everyone themselves in a movie. (laughs) So I just always loved videography. So I didn't do anything with it until my senior year of high school, I said. And at that point, I just kind of wanted to record and keep memories like prom and graduation and things like that. So that's how it kind of started. And then I did a MacBook unboxing. And that, <laughs> <get all> off. <laughs> wow um so like if someone asks you to explain to them like what your channel is all about like what do you say yeah so I usually it's mostly a mix of lifestyle and technology and then with like productivity and college content thrown in there every once in a while so it's just a big mix of it all mm-hmm. two niches just put together <laughs> yeah I feel like it's like better that way because some people think that you need a niche down to like only one specific thing but honestly I've found like with just like watching people and like even your channel I feel like having a mix of things is like better off in the long run I struggled so hard because I would watch all these videos saying like you need to niche down blah blah blah. and I was like I don't want to choose between like (laughs) technology so I was like I'm just gonna say screw it and do it both (laughs) yeah and it worked out so (laughs) um what would you say is the best and worst part about being a YouTube creator? Um, let's see. The best, I feel like, is getting, like, kind of finding a community that you would never have had without it. Like, I've made some really good friends, like, that are other YouTubers that I, like, talk to and I'm going mm-hmm. to go visit at some point. Um, but then I also, like, have all these fans and subscribers that I know will say anything like they all noticed that in my last video at the end they were like you look really tired Julia like 
you need to take a break sometimes. Like, it's just so nice to have people that actually care about me and, like, yeah. reality check me sometimes. So I just like having the community of people, and that's my pro. Um, and then the con, I feel like everyone says this. It's just kind of the mean people on the internet who mm-hmm. just hide behind the screen and just say mean things for absolutely no reason. Like, if you just have something mean to say, like, don't say it at all. That's my thing. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So that's probably the most negative thing, but I feel like it's pretty common and it kind of comes with the job. <laughs> yeah. How do you, like, deal with the hate comments and everything? Um, so sometimes if I am feeling up to it, I will respond to something petty. <laughs> um, I, 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 I kind of got myself away from doing that and now I just delete the comment because I get mad at it. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know what, delete. And then I block the person from ever commenting yeah. on my channel. It's better that way. And like people think that you only get like those hate comments when you're like a bigger creator, but like I have mm-hmm. 6,000 subscribers and I still get them. And I'm like, exactly. literally people have nothing better to do with their lives. Yeah. You're like, why are you hating on like a 20 year old girl? Like get yeah. a better life. yes it doesn't make sense um would you say that you have one certain video that you're most proud of definitely my macbook customization so i mean i'm proud of like how much like i'm proud of how helpful that video was if Mm -hmm. i could redo it i would for redo it because i watch it and i cringe at my editing (laughs) and how like tiny and young i look because i feel like somehow I aged so much between that video and now, um, but I'm definitely really proud of that one and how many people it reached and stuff like that. That I have had so many people like take pictures of everything that they've done and tag me in on Instagram stories. I just had a friend last night say that she was in some group of like Indie 500 princesses and one of them saw a video and was like, sent a picture to the group chat and was like, oh my gosh, look, I just found out how to change my MacBook, like, customer, or my, I just found out how to change my MacBook holder icons, and my friend was like, oh, really, how did that? And then she sent the link to my video, my that's best so friend funny. was like, oh my gosh, that's literally my best friend, like, that is so funny. Yeah, that's so funny, like, what a small world, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So, what do you film and edit on? I film on my Canon M50 camera, um, just ordered that this year, actually. And then I edit on Final Cut Pro on my MacBook Pro. Awesome. Um, and also, like, where do you create your thumbnails? Because for me, thumbnails are, like, the, the hardest part. It makes me so mad sometimes. And, like, when you go to your channel, everything just, like, pops. So, like, where do you create yours? Yeah, I do a mixture of, like, 10,000 different apps. So sometimes I like to use Procreate. Sometimes I like to use Fonto. A lot of the times I use Canva. So I do, I, it's a mixture of so many things. <laughs> it takes yeah, me so long take, as well. Like, yeah. I like, they're perfecting. I'm like, how, like, I have to make sure they'll be able to read this. Like, <laughs> but I don't want it to be <laughs> yes. too busy, but I don't want to leave out this picture because it's so cute. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel that it's, it's a process. Yes. <laughs> um, so you have over 150,000 subscribers. Was this a gradual growth or a really quick one? Um, at the beginning, it was very gradual. I, it took me a long time to get to, actually, I don't know. At the beginning, I feel like it was pretty slow, but this last like five months during quarantine and when I got sent home from college and I actually focused more on my YouTube, um, that's where it definitely blew up. I only had maybe 15,000 this beginning of the year, and now we're at 
at least we're like 163k I think this morning when I woke up like it completely blew up these last couple months which I'm very blessed and thankful for but yeah it's so crazy I remember at the beginning of quarantine I was sitting with my dad in the kitchen because he's a teacher so he wasn't at work either Mm -hmm. and we were like refreshing my YouTube page like looking to see like 20,000 how many how many wait five more okay I'm gonna text everyone I know two more okay and like sat there refreshing one morning I think it's so cute to like look back and think that because that was only 20,000 and now I've like gained 140 then which is so mind-blowing to think about right now (laughs) yeah that's crazy do you think there was like a certain thing that helped grow your channel um definitely kind of following trends like I kind of did some morning routines and then um definitely the macbook customization video like that one for sure like it has over a million views right now and that is kind of I feel like what blew up because I was like helping people so they're like oh I want to subscribe to this girl because she's useful and she'll give me more information later and I type of thing awesome Mm -hmm. um so has this success on YouTube opened like any other doors for you like job wise or social media wise yeah so uh this is kind of going along with it so once I started my macbook customization video or whatever when I made that I wanted to make a website along with it to like store all my graphics and stuff Mm -hmm. and I posted that website on Facebook I was like hey look I made a website how cool and all my like like yay so cool and one person forwarded it to their boss and then that boss was like oh my gosh get this girl on the phone I need to like offer her an internship like she is so good at branding blah blah blah. like I want to give her an internship so I kind of got an internship through it all like I would not have started the website if it were YouTube so yeah that's the way I kind of think of it um so yeah I had my summer internship uh this summer with a medical company and I kind of just ran all their social media pages which was kind of cool cool. that's kind of what I want to do (laughs) yeah that's so cool so the big question that like even when I asked people what I should ask you, this was like the biggest one is how do you balance being a YouTube creator and being a college student? Um, so I'm still kind of trying to figure it out because last year my YouTube channel was big. I only had like 2000 subscribers. I got to maybe 15,000 by the time I went home. Uh, so I used to only post one video a week while I was at school last year. Um, but I definitely didn't have to dedicate that much time to YouTube at the time because I yeah. wasn't as big. Um, so now I am still going to try to keep up with three videos a week. I am trying to figure out how I'm going to balance it. I actually just signed with a management company, I think two days ago. So Ooh. hopefully they will help listen the load or like at least collab wise, they're going to figure mm-hmm. that all out for me, which will be nice and helpful to like not have to do all that. Yeah. But for the most part, I feel like I, my to-do list definitely um and just kind of telling myself that grades don't define me I don't have to get a 4.0 like I did last year (laughs) and just like going with the flow we're gonna see how it goes if it doesn't go well then I'll bump it back but yeah definitely just listening to yourself and type of thing yeah that's super important do you have like a technique for like time management yeah so definitely to-do lists I have been doing those since the beginning of 2020, I started posting about them in like March. We got sent home. I made a cute little to-do list. I was like, look, I made this. <laughs> and people were like, wow, that's actually kind of cool. Like now we can figure out what you're doing today. And I was like, yeah. So definitely like posting the to-do list actually like holds me accountable True, sometimes yeah. whenever I do that. So definitely to-do lists. And 
So yeah, definitely to-do lists. Those are a big factor in being productive. <laughs> yeah, I just started like using them about a month ago and it's honestly like really helped. It really does. Or like time blocking. That helps too. Yes. So you create a lot of productivity logs. How do you plan these and make sure like you kind of brought this up a little bit. How do you make sure that you like stick to your plan? Yeah. So my like productive day in my life's I will only film those on days I know I have a lot of stuff to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'll be like, oh my goodness, I know I'm going to be doing some interesting things and I have a lot of stuff to do. Like, I just kind of know that I have to have it done by like the next day. So I'm like, oh, perfect. <laughs> I'll just crunch myself into getting a bunch of stuff done because I have no other choice. <laughs> yeah. So, and then definitely just to-do list because that's the actual like management part is that holds me accountable. Yeah, for sure. So something that like I can't choose between and I want to know your opinion, like do you prefer a paper or digital planner? Honestly, definitely paper. I like that I can like highlight and like actually like have it in, I don't know, that I made a digital planner and gave it out for free and everything and I've still been using it, but I just kind of find it kind of hard to want to look at that like Often, I don't know what it is. So far, I haven't been using it very much. I use my paper one a lot more. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just because I've only used paper ones all my life. So I'm like too stubborn to change. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I feel yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's like, I made a video about this, but there's just like something about like a paper planner that just like feels so much better. And like, I don't know what it is, but I just, yeah. yeah. So when would you say is when you feel the most productive? I always feel the most productive whenever I wake up really early. Um, Right before I came to college, I was entertaining myself with waking up at 5 a.m. every day um, because that's when my like whole family was waking up and going to school and going to work. And then I was just sitting at home like a college student. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to wake up early with you guys and talk to you as you're getting ready for school. So I would do that. And then I got so much done between 5 a.m. and like 11 a.m. And so just like that, those first like morning hours, if I can get a lot of stuff done, then I feel good the rest of the day. So then I want to keep going for the rest of the day. Yeah. So say in the early morning or at night, like I've heard science studies show like right before you go to bed is when you want to be the most productive. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. yeah. Like the past, like I'm not a morning person at all. So like the past like whole week, I've been going to bed at like 4am because all of a sudden I want to do stuff at like midnight. So, <laughs> but it's like a, it's a struggle. Yes. <laughs> Um, so how do you stay motivated with all the things that you have going on? Yeah, so I feel like personally for me, I'm just kind of like, you know, if I ever stop or take a break, I'm a little scared something will happen where like, I'm not going to be growing as fast or some, it'll just start my mm -hmm. downhill slide. So I'm like, I kind of just know like, okay, just have to keep going for as long as I can or until things start like going out of my control where my subscribers and stuff like don't keep growing. Um, which won't, wouldn't be like exactly out of my control. So I'm just kind of, I'm like, oh, I'm very blessed to be where I am now. I want to keep it going as long as I can. So can't stop doing anything because then things will change kind of thing. Yeah. Just, yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, do you ever get in creative ruts and how do you kind of get yourself out of that? Yeah. So sometimes I do. Um, for the most part, I feel like anytime in a, I'm in a creative rut, I will film just like kind of like a day in my life because I feel like you don't have to be exactly super creative. You just start kind of mm -hmm. showing the fun things you're doing throughout the day. And then during that, I will normally like post like an Instagram story that says like, give me your, show me all of your like 
um, video requests. And then from there I get a huge long list. So then I just write those all out and like figure out how I want to do all those videos pretty much. Awesome. So the last part of my podcast, I asked people on Instagram to ask you questions and I picked a few of my favorite ones. Um, The first one is what's it like going through a whole social media rebrand? So going through a whole rebrand, I honestly do it pretty often. I get bored with what my social media looks like, so I will completely do it. Um, I like to do it usually like using Procreate and actually design some of the things myself or like change up my Instagram bio. So it definitely takes a little bit of time, but I always feel like it's worth it because then I'm like actually happy with my channel for and like how everything looks for at least a couple months and then I get bored of it and want to change it again. But I love branding. It's so fun. It's one of my favorite things. So yes, it's just fun, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, so someone else wants to know, how do you plan on handling college online? Yeah, so I only have one class in person and who knows how long that'll stay in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I'm hoping that all my classes, the most part right now, I know that they, I don't have to meet on Zoom every day or for certain days. So I'm hoping that I'll be able to get all my schoolwork done on like Monday or Tuesday and then be able to work on YouTube the rest of the week. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that I'll be able to have that type of flexibility. Awesome. Yeah. From like for my school, we're actually like completely online. So I don't even have really? anything in person. So yeah. I feel like it'll be interesting. Yes, for sure. Um, Someone else would like to know, how do you keep your ideas for YouTube fresh? Yes. So I like to kind of put my own on things. So with the MacBook customization, I knew I liked Apple products and everything. And I knew how to do a bunch of random things on my laptop that I that normal people might not know. So I was like, you know, why not just put this on one big video? Um, and then with other videos, I feel like I kind of, like go with the direction of the trends but I like to put Mm -hmm. my own spin up I guess so it's not exactly like all everyone else's content but it's my own I don't know if that makes sense no that makes sense yeah yeah yeah, for sure (laughs) and the last one is what's your biggest piece of advice for a smaller creator Uh, my biggest piece of advice is definitely to stay consistent um I liked to have a posting schedule so that I had something to hold me accountable as to when I was going to post. So posting good, consistent, and quality content and stuff like that and using your keywords and tags because some people don't do that. And I don't know. Why, yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. Super important. Well, that's all I have for you. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast again. Thanks for having me. Before you leave, do you want to shout out your socials for anyone listening that might not know you yet? My YouTube is Julia K. Christ, and then my Instagram is at Julia K. Christ. It's all pretty much the same. If you want to find me on anything else, just look up Julia K. Christ. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much once again. Yes. Thanks for having me. Seriously, it was so fun. I've never been on a podcast, so it was very exciting. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, and I really do hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you learned more about Julia, or if you didn't know who she was. I hope you found another fellow content creator to support and follow her journey. It's so inspiring to see a 20 year old doing as much as she's doing and all the success she's gotten has been so fun to see and to watch the journey and I'm really happy for her 
and I'm excited to see the college content that she's got coming. So don't forget to follow her on YouTube and Instagram to support her journey. And if you want to support me, don't be shy. I'd love that. You can follow me at it's Amanda Wan or at Behind the Girl Boss on Instagram, or you can find me on YouTube, it's Amanda Wan. And I post a lot of vlogs there. I post college content, lifestyle content, sometimes skincare things. So if you're into that, please support the journey. Follow me on all the, my social media platforms. I also do TikTok, which is it's Amanda Wan, but like um, my TikTok content is kind of cringe. Like I don't know how to dance, but that's um, that's a situation for another time. But I do hope you guys enjoyed this. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it on. And if it's by chance Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave a review. I would love that very, very much. And yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you want to talk about anything that I discussed on this podcast episode today, please don't be shy to DM me. We can chat. I love to chat with all you guys. And yeah, so once again, I hope you enjoyed it and I will hear you next time.